Hey kids, it's the Brit Nola Show, where you'll see that your mom's a holy moly. You won't learn anything except moaning on your neighbor's ring. That's what you get when you listen to What the Brit. You'll realize that we're all just pieces of shit. Too blind with poopy rats on the ass. So high, drop the pants and show off your big giant ballroom. Use it the place where we can all play together forever and ever. Here is Brit sitting on the beach. Dia de los Muertos is not a Mexican Halloween. Screeches out a Hispanic ballerina from the bathroom of California's Glendale Library. I'm in town due to my husband's business, trying to amuse my daughter with an event for this underappreciated holiday. In Mexico, Dias de los Muertos is a time to honor ancestors and loved ones that have gone to the spirit world. Celebrations are held right after Halloween on November 1st and 2nd, which are two major Catholic holy days, All Saints Day and All Souls Day. While at the event, there's live entertainment, kids getting their face painted like Skeletor, and there's even build-your-own miniature altar crafts. I feel slightly out of place because, one, I don't live here, but I'm crashing the Day of the Dead party. And I'm getting my parking validated free. And two, I'm not Hispanic and my pasty skin sticks out. The line to be painted like Skeletor is too long to justify with a toddler. So I deal with the discomfort. My daughter Lucy makes sure that we stand out by dancing in front of the live music, making a scene as if we're the only ones willing to bust a move at the event. Thankfully, she's super cute, so it's a pretty good icebreaker. In another part of L.A. at the Church of Scientology, there's Guatemalan Americans gathered for their annual fiambre a Guatemalan-specific celebration for the Dias de los Muertes holiday. This pretty much consisted of a shared 900-pound charcuterie board, which the local Scientologists would like you to know that this is a record-breaking amount of food served on a single platter outside of the Guatemala celebrations. After eating, they had a bunch of dancing, kite flying, and some kind of dessert made out of squash. Isn't it sweet that those Scientologists hosted a party for the Guatemalans? You know, they totally believe in the same thing. Or is it some weird cult thing? Are they, like, harvesting Guatemalans and bringing them to their side? One does not know. Anyways, I've always been drawn to this holiday, and I I actually hope to make it a part of my family's tradition. I'm not Mexican, but I do feel like it's a great way to honor my loved ones that have passed and have a shrine with things that they loved, food on it, pictures, whatever their hobbies were, just saying, hey... We remember you, you're totally not forgotten, and we can't wait to see you again. You know, November to me, it's a super bittersweet month. It's got holidays in it, Thanksgiving, and eight years ago, my great friend Mike, who was uh, my roommate at the time, he passed away, and my grandma and my husband's grandpa, they all actually passed away within the same week. And I never knew anybody to pass away that I was actually close to. And then bam, 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 all three of them at the same time. And I didn't know what to do. We were super depressed. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to survive the relationship with my husband because we both, we needed help. We were both so beaten up that it was hard to really like lean on each other. What's wild to me is that that theory about death coming in threes really seemed to be true at that time. I was working for Caesars and my boss at the time was totally unsympathetic. They made it nearly impossible to take any bereavement leave. She said she was just following protocol, aka just using the policies as an excuse to be a big biatch. And she really seemed like kicking the people while they're down. This was a time that I was super struggling to work. Life got in the way, but it became the justification for a bad review leading to a decline of my amazing 2% annual raise. Then six years later, during the heat of the last presidential election, I birthed my firstborn. So it's a pretty emotional month for me. You know, lots of ups and downs to reflect on. And a lot of times I think, you know, we're all supposed to get together with a family and have a good meal and count our blessings. 
I also think how it's nearly impossible to get any extended family members together. No one wants to drive that far, or divorce has made it too taboo to get split families together for their children. You know, as soon as I got married, I I figured that was probably the last time that I could expect that out of anybody. Or, you know, you've got a sibling that got married, and all of a sudden they're spending their holidays with the other family. And it's like, hey, why can't we all bring it in, you know? Just get these families all together. And it's weird. It's like you lose your family once they join a new family. And it's hard for me because my siblings are actually quite a bit older, and it felt like I lost them pretty early on. So I really wish that we could do something like run a school bus with a bathroom and a wheelchair access ramp and pick everyone up that I love without complaints. And, you know, that's the hardest part. No complaining. Go eat somewhere nice. Go to a park. One thing that I vow to myself is that when I become a mother-in-law, I really want to embrace the family that my children choose to join. I want to make it easy and just go with the flow. Remember the last couple of years when people could use COVID as an excuse for not getting together? Well, what's this year's? Too high of gas prices? Maybe your family voted for the wrong politician during midterms. Anyways, I'm I'm thinking of trying to mesh the Day of the Dead altar idea with my Thanksgiving. For all the people I love that can't be here, I want to eat the food that they liked and listen to the music that soothed them. My grandma's chicken and dumplings or her delicious strawberry cheesecake or my grandpa-in-law's seafood corn chowder and rich red wine and Mike, my roommate's special Vegas bomb, a shot of peach snaps with Crown Royal dropped into two shots of Red Bull. We'll need to play Nerdcore for Mike, old bootlicker country for my grandma or some church hymns for my grandpa-in-law. I want my family to share memories from the past that made us smile and be grateful to know those folks while they were still alive. I'll skip all that makeup where we dress like Skeletor. I'll skip out on Black Friday. And I might actually watch the movie It's a Wonderful Life for the very first time. I want to change how I feel about the month of November. I don't want it to be a depressing time. I don't want it to be overwhelming. And I really just want to be that, you know, family-oriented, stress-free kind of mom that doesn't put the pressure but somehow gets everybody together. Is that even possible? But I hope your family has a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you eat something that you love and be thankful. Thank you.